we're talking about TikTok and getting more eyeballs on your brand. Sarah's going to give us some ideas around that. And then how to also direct people to your stuff, like the stuff that we actually want them to consume more of and obviously convert them potentially into clients. My first question for you, Sarah, is what's your favorite automation tool that you use in your business? My favorite automation tool that saves me a ton of time in my business is Dubsado, which is my client management system. That's where I send like my proposals and contracts and invoices and questionnaires, everything. And I have a lot of that automated. Most of it I have automated. Um, and then what I should be using Thing that I, I need to get on the train is called ManyChat, which is what a uh, lot of people are using uh, on the social media streets when you see them say, like, comment the word grow and I'll send you the link to that. Most of those people are not sitting behind their phone and manually sending them to you, especially if you see like a thousand comments that say the word grow. It's a DM automation tool that like links right up with Instagram and uh, I need to get on that train. <laughs> yeah, there's so many great things with ManyChat too because it creates that engagement trigger with the algorithm on Instagram. Instagram loves engagement. If you've got more conversations going on in the comments or behind the scenes in the DMs, it really gets that going. And so it actually not only serves the purpose of getting that person who typed in grow whatever lead magnet you're sending to them but it's it's that dialogue that's happening in the dms that it does automated for you behind the scenes maybe while you're even sleeping if you've got kind of a global brand business uh and so that helps out with your overall engagement sort of ranking in instagram and then what would be a warning sign that you give your um, newbie self, like when you look back and like when yeah. you started your business, I think I was very attracted to people that had like, here's my four step framework or like very rigid course or framework style things that they're like, if you follow this, you will get a six figure business. If you follow this, you will get a million followers on social media. And a lot of that is BS. A lot of it is BS. And so I would like caution you if somebody is making these like claims that seem too good to be true to like do a little bit of due diligence because the online space is very loud nowadays and so that's what I would tell my beginner self. I could relate to that. Yeah. I could tell my beginner self that as well. Yeah, just and I would even say like when I was coached by some of those people got some great things from them but also heard from them that oh you should create your seven step framework. You should that framework. So I was also getting caught up in that cycle too. And I realized, you know, that maybe I was over promising some things. And so I peeled that back and just, you know, now it's like, okay, well, what do you want to get accomplished? Let's like figure things out. It does mean more from a coach that you need to be a lot more agile, which I think is great because it steps up your game as far as possibilities that you're offering or yeah. just be true yeah. on what you are offering your clients. Keep it simple. Um, I, I love that advice. And just, you know, as a business owner because this week we're talking with business owners what's one thing that you do when you're feeling like sort of anxious about something in your business maybe it's a new launch or an offer maybe you did launch an offer and it didn't land as well as you want how do you navigate through that yeah what's your so, sort of like go-to i'm a little woo-woo guys so I usually like pay attention to like how certain things are feeling in my body, whether it's like how I said something to my audience or like how I'm putting things out into the world. And if it doesn't fit or sit quite right in my body, I've really encouraged myself to get curious as to like, okay, no big deal. Why didn't that feel good? 
what's something that you can change so you don't get that feeling next time instead of being like oh that was terrible i'm never showing up on stories again or i'm never going to launch that offer again it's like no it does not need to be this all or nothing thing but i get curious and i'm like okay that did not hit let's look at what didn't feel good about it and that has helped me tremendously to like do things differently and talk to my audience in a different way to then eventually like get the results that I want to see. Yeah, I love that. Um, Naming the feeling I think is really important versus like you said, sort of all or nothing. I feel fine, you know, persevering, hack it through versus like, no, actually, I don't feel that great about it. And let's acknowledge the feeling. That's part of like, I think the nervous system work, right? It's just acknowledging the feeling that like we are actually human, (laughs) you know, right, let's get into some tips. What works best on TikTok? What doesn't? Like you, you're the expert in this. You've given me some like really good ideas. Every time now I post a video, I'm like, what would someone do? I love that. Okay. So a lot of us are probably (laughs) very used to the Instagram world. So when I'm explaining this, I'm going to kind of give the comparison of the two. And you mentioned that I'm hosting a whole wedding for TikTok and Instagram because I actually think that they can not only be very good friends, but that we can literally marry the two together, which is what I do. So anyway, when we think about Instagram, it's very much for nurturing our current audience. My one caveat for that is doing things like this going live with people, doing collaboration posts, because then you are literally getting in front of the eyes of the other audience. Whereas TikTok is total awareness. That is where you're casting a big wide net over a bunch of new people every time Mm -hmm. you post. That's literally how the algorithm is laid out. New people every time you post. So if we think about like using the two together, it's like, okay, once we cast that wide net, and get these new amazing people into our sphere, like where is somewhere that we can direct them so that they can do a little more creeping, do a little more due diligence like we talked about earlier? Where is somewhere that they can like get into a really Mm -hmm. easy DM conversation with us, creep on our stories? Um, And so that's how I use the two together. Um, But for TikTok, that is like my main platform on social media for everything. That's where I think of my original ideas. I put my ideas out there for the first time on TikTok. And then what I'll do is I'll strategically repurpose them, how it makes sense on the different platforms. So when you say they strategically repurpose, is that because maybe the post that you did on TikTok did really well? And so you're like, oh, I make an assumption that it would probably do really well on Instagram and take that same video content and put it on Instagram or do, or, Or to your other point, use Instagram as that collaboration tool where it's like, okay, I introduced this concept on TikTok. It did really well. Now you take that and put that into stories. I'm glad you asked that because I have a different way of thinking about repurposing. So I often, aside from this month, you will see I tried a whole month of putting my same TikTok video onto Instagram in the feed. It does not hit the same. As much as I wish I could tell my clients and members, it works the same. You only have to create once. It just doesn't because the cultures of the platforms are so different. So when I say strategically repurpose, I mean maybe I did a talking video on TikTok and I'm gonna take those talking points and then turn it into a carousel on Instagram. 
And then maybe I'm going to take that carousel and take the, the talking points from that carousel and turn it into story slides on Instagram stories and then have a call to action to an offer or to vote in a poll. So I'm only thinking right. of the ideal, but I'm presenting it in different ways on another platform. I'm an example girly. That's how I learn. All right. So let's say I'm a hormone health coach. All right, I'm going to think of the idea for the first time, and I'm going to put it on TikTok. I'm going to do a, just a face-to-camera talking video about the supplements that have helped me increase my energy. Then I'm going to take that same idea, the same hook that I had, the same talking points, and I'm going to create a carousel about it. I altered my hormones using these supplements. Swipe through to see what I'm talking about. Then I'm going to get right. onto my stories and maybe I'll chat with you while I'm having coffee or I will just mm-hmm. write out the text and I will talk about the, hor- the um, supplements that have given me more energy that have helped me to optimize my hormones. And then maybe in the stories, I'll throw an affiliate link in there for the supplements because that's native to stories. And then maybe I'll go on to my broadcast channel and do a voice note riff to my audience about the supplements that have helped me alter my hormones and increase my energy. So you see one, one idea, just one idea and you can stretch it. Stretch it, stretch it, stretch it to how it makes sense on the different platforms and the different features on the platform. I love that. I'm going to take it one step further and then you, or you bring on like another hormone specialist on an Instagram live, you know, at the end of the week, Hey, I'm hosting Amy Smith and we're talking about X, Y, and Z relating to hormones. And you're going to hear from her. You're going to hear from me. We're going to collaborate, build up our community. So I love it. Sarah, so what about this whole idea about um, taking the next step after they find you on TikTok? So, you know, you, you could take them over to Instagram. And I love the example that you gave about, like, in your stories, you could share an affiliate link. Like, talk to me, talk to us about, like, how do we get them actually, yes. like, converting? Like, what does that so, look like? So, say somebody really likes you on TikTok and you have that link in your bio, which you typically need a thousand followers to get the link in your bio on TikTok unless they approve you for a business account, which TikTok makes it very difficult to get approved for a business account. Like you have to, yeah, you have to present like true, like legal documentation of your business. It can't just be like, here's a picture of me doing business. Like it, so it's, it's a little bit hard. So let's just say you have a thousand followers, you have a link in bio. I will be totally transparent with you. I have people buy right off of TikTok. However, that is not the norm. Typically, in order Mm -hmm. for a TikTok viewer to convert to a paying customer for me and a lot of my clients, I have to direct them over to Instagram to either get into the DMs with me or for some more nurturing in the stories, and then ultimately they'll get into DMs with me. So how do we do that? How do we strategically get them over to Instagram without saying the full word Instagram because TikTok will get butthurt about it? Give them a specific reason to go over to Instagram. And when I say Instagram on TikTok, I'll usually say like IG or I'll say the gram. Mm -hmm. Because you have to keep in mind, Instagram and TikTok are direct competitors. Exactly. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, sure, no right. problem. Go so, build like, your list over you on gotta, You got to understand that they're direct competitors. So you just have to change the verbiage a little bit. So 
an example that I did the other day before I announced this royal wedding of TikTok and Instagram is like I posted that graphic of um, Megan and Harry and I was like I'm announcing something so excited to my IG audience first yes like it is going to be on my story so if you want the tea on this first go over there like literally spoon feed them something specific or like I'm releasing my new um new you know nutrition freebie if you want a week's worth of nutrient dense groceries i'm putting this in my ig stories so make sure we're friends over there like something laser focused and specific to get them over to the other platform and then i sometimes will have excuse me like direct inquiries from tiktok like can i hire you to do this okay. or um or something like how do i join the membership and I will literally go on to the DMs on TikTok and I will say, follow me on IG, DM me on IG, because the TikTok DMs are definitely lacking. You can't send clickable links in there. You can't send voice notes. It's very clunky. And so again, we love TikTok for that initial awareness. I would have never found these people if I was not on TikTok. But for that conversion to happen, again, we ultimately want our content to convert to dollar dollar bills. It's much more effective right. to drive them over to Instagram. Yeah, and I would also say too, like Instagram's got not that it's a full fledged CRM, but again, you've got mm -hmm. you've got like history in, in the DM. Um, maybe they're again interacting on in different uh, areas of your Instagram account, i.e., threads, broadcast channel, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think like you've got ways to engage them more, knowing that the TikTok platform doesn't necessarily have those yes. things. So we've got some questions coming in. I wanna I'm gonna try and get them in order here. So we got Caption Creative has said um, has asked the question: What if I have zero followers and I've been MIA, okay. uh, but want to get my advice for you is to literally show up like nothing has happened. I, pro I promise, <laughs> I promise you, your people will not right. care and your new people will not know. And so the best thing to yeah. do, because it's so, I, I totally get it. Like it was a few months ago that I really, I needed to take a break. I, and I took like three weeks and it was, it was so hard to get back into it. And I think the only way that I was able to jump back in so quickly and keep it going is because I just like, I, I did like a full jump. I just kept showing up every single day, like nothing had happened. And you just post and you just serve the crap out of your audience. And right, <laughs> right? Like they're not gonna be like, wow, how dare you give us this juicy information? You've been gone for six months. Like they, I promise you they won't say that. And, and from a, a momentum and mental health standpoint for you, I, it's not worth noodling on like a I'm back message or how do I show up? Like you have an incredible gift to share with your people. Just jump back in and give it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, maybe on a side note, not to spend a lot of time dwelling on why you haven't been there, but just know like whatever you're setting up next, do it for yourself too. That it's like fun, it's enriching. So like, you know, you are sharing all that value, but whatever was the reason that you left or haven't been as visible last time, is it you just were posting like seven times a day and you're exhausting yourself? Like maybe don't go back into that cycle again, but do something that's gonna be fun, renewable for yourself. Okay, and then we've got uh, Divine Light Codes that's asked us, uh, what if they rarely use IG and they're always on TikTok? So 
how do we get them over? Like if, you know, they yes. don't want to go back over to take, uh, Instagram. My fabulous friend, Shuri. And so Shuri, for you, I, I know that you definitely have a more engaged audience on TikTok. And so you'll probably be in a similar field as me where it won't be outlandish for your people to just click on the link in your bio on TikTok and, and take a next step with you. But if they are people that need more nurturing, like, I would definitely say, oh, like I'm releasing my new meditation playlist to my IG stories first. Be sure that we're friends over there. Like again, spoon feed them something very specific to come over there because maybe they do need more, more nurturing. They need to get you a little, get to know you a little bit more. They need to go into your stories. Maybe they want to voice message you in the DMs. And so, yes, for you, it will not be outlandish for people to just convert right off of TikTok. But some people, even if they love you, they, they do need a little bit more nurturing and they need to get to know you more. And so I would recommend to like give them something specific to come over to Instagram for. Love it. Great questions. I, and I loved all the answers. That's like a really good example there. We've got Sarah for a few more minutes and I want to make sure that we get all of your stuff answered today. Uh, Divine Light Coat says, but my reels on IG get zero views. But yeah. do well until yeah, so so that goes back to the point that I was making of like the culture of the platforms is so different. So what hits on the feed on TikTok might not hit on the feed on Instagram. A lot of the times it doesn't. So for you, a good use of your time on Instagram would be to focus on your stories to talk about what you do in your stories, to put those happy clients words, your testimonials in your stories to talk about specific tangible things that you can support your clients with inside of those higher ticket packages. Something that I've been seeing on stories is that people are like, well, I'm posting on stories every day, but like they're not converting. And then when I go to look at their stories, the information that they're giving is like so general and such an umbrella. And the way that I word it to my clients and my students in the membership is like, I want what you do inside of your higher ticket packages to be so tangible that I can hold it in my hand. Like, what are the day-to-day nitty-gritty things that you are doing with your people? Even if they don't, to you, sound sexy when you are putting them out on stories, that helps people to see you and to see themselves as a client. And then, yeah, so stories are 60 seconds or less per slide, but a lot of your slides, Shuri, can just be like static, like uh, either written words or screenshots of testimonials um, or like literally listing out like what you helped a client with during like an energy clearing session. Again, like get so specific that you could hold it in your hand. Like that's going to convert those higher ticket packages. Yeah. I love that example. Yeah. And then also use the engagement stickers too that are on Instagram, right? So do polls, like switch it up a little bit. Maybe you start off with a poll. I always love that um, sort of recipe. I don't know if I learned that from you or from someone else, but just like let your stories run through for 24 hours. So you've got kind of that clean slate and then start the next, you know, 24 hours, maybe with a poll or some type of sticker to get the engagement happening right away. Then you launch into maybe three or five slides on stories, telling your story about, you know, a client interaction yesterday, or maybe you're prepping for a VIP session with a client today. And, you know, you're showing yeah. all the things that you do to prep for that. Yeah. 
You're so welcome, Sherry. I'm, I'm glad it was helpful. Yeah, like the more specific that you can be, I'm telling you, it will convert so much better. What about what about the whole like sort of personal side? Like, do we want people to like know us more, get to know us more? What are some things yeah? That we could so be doing what here? I do and what I recommend a lot of my clients do is to set alarms throughout the day when you are first getting used to posting on stories. And if you are like a very analytical girly or guy and you're watching this, I would do like 50% personal, 50% business because my personal stories have gotten more people into my DMs than my business stories. And then a lot of the time those personal conversations uh, turn into business conversations or when they need help with what I'm an expert in. I'm very top of mind because they've just had a conversation with me about Hamilton on Broadway or the fact that we both have golden doodles and it was like a no pressure conversation. And so they're like, Oh, let me go to Sarah. Cause I'm, I'm super top of mind. So I, I'll... I, 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 I first found you on TikTok was your Broadway show tune. Like you were doing some type of video and you're rifting about that. I, you know, went down the rabbit hole of like seeing more of your reels and like going into your profile and then popping over to IG and seeing you over there and then realizing, oh, yeah. this is what you do uh, for a living. It's not a mistake. <laughs> I have my, a one-on-one -on -one client that I'm working with right now. She found me from a TikTok story video that I did of like ranking Broadway musicals. Um, it had nothing to do with my business, literally nothing to do with my business. And I posted it on TikTok stories. Again, I do this strategically um because i know that like people are going to be drawn to things that are maybe like a little quirky or things that they also like that not everybody else likes or even just like the mundane things that you think are too boring to document document them one of my most popular instagram stories that i think to this day has the most engagement is a picture that my husband put a tupperware full of like five pieces of pasta back in the fridge because he probably didn't want to clean that dish yeah. and my dms were yeah. flooded flooded yeah yeah i remember that one like the mundane that stuff hilarious. that you're like oh my life is too boring i'm not going to document it that's the stuff you have to document well, yeah, I remember that video. I was like, oh, yes. that was like a really <laughs> precious video. <laughs> so where can people find you? Yeah, and how so can they work you can you? find me at On Brand by Sarah on TikTok or Instagram. All of my juicy links are at go.onbrandbysarah.com. And the best way to hop into my world right now is through the Cozy Content Corner membership. On February 14th, Valentine's Day, I'm hosting a royal wedding for TikTok and Instagram. And we're going to learn how to marry the two together so we can get you visible, but also make you the dollar bills. And you've got um, a gift to share with yes. us. Yeah, that podcast is called the um, Social Media Sales Funnel for Coaches and Service Providers. And it takes you through literally everything that I talked about today. How to start on TikTok. TikTok, move to Instagram, move to your email, move to collabs. It will go over literally all of that. Um, and it'll give you really concrete examples. So that is completely free. It's like an audio course. Listen to it while you're chopping onions. And I'm excited to hear your, your oh shoot moment. Sarah, any, I got one more question for you. I'm going to like just use this time because I love talking to you and you've got always you. such great stuff in there. Email list. We kind of talked about that a little bit it's related to tiktok and instagram as far as like you're nurturing this community you're building up like these followers 
How do you get people into your email list? What's the one way, number one way that you're growing yeah, your email so, list? So the year? number one way that I'm growing my email list is through my freebie. I, I recommend giving your client clients or people that are prospective clients a very juicy gift. I always say, and one of my previous clients taught me this little mantra, if it hurts to give it away for free, it's a good freebie. Okay? Okay. So make something, like, so juicy for your audience that in exchange for their email, they get this this product or this course or this masterclass. And then another way that I'm growing my email list this year are through summits and bundles. So like similar to what I'm doing here with Brenda. So a summit is usually a pre-recorded audio or video session. And a bundle is typically where you share your digital product and the host of the bundle will um, share that all like with their audience and you get eyeballs from all the different con contributors audiences on your stuff so those are the two main ways that i'm growing my list this year so collaborations too really because when you think about the summit and the bundle it's collaborating with other sort of communities or other people that are um doing similar things to you um you know if you wanted to get a specific client in the next five days to sign up for your in like in an area of your okay. business, what would you I'm do? I'm gonna give an answer that's not like post more on social media or like a traditional answer. Okay, I think so many of us online service providers are sleeping on our existing audience and our existing customers. So there's probably people in your lower ticket offers that can benefit from higher touch support. There's probably someone already existing on your email list that can benefit from any of your paid offers. I find that so often, and I'm guilty of this too, we're like, more new people, more new people, more new people. But then what are we doing with our, our existing people? You know what I mean? And yeah. so, so often, sometimes they just need like the invitation or they just need to hear a story and it clicks with them, but they're already people in your sphere. So I would not sleep on that. Mm -hmm. I would really try and, and leverage the people that are already in your space. Yeah, I love that. Well, even just going back to our last conversation about the email list or talking about the freebie that you're offering for people. And that juicy freebie, right? Like, you know, if you had 25 people or 30 people download that freebie in the last few weeks, like go back to them, five steps or whatever. Did you, you know, do that and follow up with them and see what they need next from you. So I think that you're putting all this work into this lead magnet and you're getting people into your funnel. Like, yeah, just nurture yes. those people versus like trying to yes. get more and more and more. I love that. Any, any parting gifts, thoughts, yes. advices that you want to share with people this morning? Not that you need it from me but I give you permission to play. I say this all the mm. time, but it is so much better than any four-step strategy or proprietary framework that I can give you is permission to play. When that happens, we start to see your personality. We start to see more you in your content, and I guarantee you that will convert faster than any rigid plan that you have in place. So go play. I love it. So so yeah, you don't necessarily have to have like the 30 day nope. content plan mapped out. Like I love those tools and I don't want to like bash anybody that has them, but I, you know, there's something like, like you said, like I'll be like doing something spontaneously with my dog, taking yeah. her for a walk and I come up with an idea. Yeah. It's like just drift on that.
Thank you so much for being on here today. Thank you everyone for joining in. I love all the questions that have come forward. If you have more questions for Sarah, feel free to reach out to her. Sarah, your, um, your handle again one more time on Instagram. Sarah, and feel free to pop into my DMs whenever. All right, Sarah, have a great rest of your day. Thanks again for kicking off Thank our virtual you. summit this week. Too. We'll see Bye. you soon. Thank you everyone for watching.